<laughs> yes, ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome on into tonight's Phillies game recap in game one against the Atlanta Braves. The Phillies in dramatic fashion found a way to get themselves a late game dub. And of course, everyone tonight should be given Bryson Stott all the love he deserves. Coming up clutch in the bottom of the eighth inning, delivering home a Phillies win, a home, a three-run home run shot. And that really was the difference maker here for the Philadelphia Phillies tonight as they were able to get the job done and winning 6-4. to four. And I will commend them here because obviously we're coming off of a series sweep to the Chicago Cubs coming off the All-Star break where we did not anticipate. No one saw the Phillies getting swept by the Chicago Cubs coming off the break. And it really was disappointing. But if you guys remember what we discussed after yesterday's loss, it was a loss. But if you didn't get swept, the loss wasn't as bad as you may have anticipated because the Phillies were fighting throughout the game. They just not have enough juice. And it really was kind of a precursor for game one of this series against the Braves because the Phillies did not give up throughout the game. They kept fighting. They kept sticking to it. Guys really stepped up when we really needed it most. You cannot always rely on Schwarber or Hoskins. Obviously, you can't rely on Castellanos whatsoever. But it was this was a really positive victory. And just to see them win the way they did, see Bryson Stott step up, seeing Yaito Munoz making clutch hits, Ranger Suarez looked really good as well. I would say it was a pretty successful outing for him as well. It was a lot good here. Obviously, the Atlanta Braves, I mean, who are we kidding? They are a better baseball team than us. That doesn't mean that things can't change later on down the line. But as of right now, I mean, this Braves team is still one of the hottest teams since since summertime started. But uh, this was definitely a good win, and you're definitely going to take this as a fan of the Philadelphia Phillies. So we're going to talk about everything that went down here tonight. Some news as well, some injury updates that we do have. Trading deadline is coming up shortly. All of us, ladies and gentlemen, welcome on into Phillies game recap. As I'm wearing my powder blue, I'm currently out of clean Phillies t-shirts or jersey. I don't feel like wearing a jersey. I don't typically do wear jerseys. Every now and then, I'll throw on a jersey for Phillies game recap. I wasn't feeling it tonight, but welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome on in. Um, guys, right now we both have TikTok and YouTube's comment sections open. So keep throwing your comments, questions, and concerns in both of those comment sections. If you guys are watching the game, I definitely want to hear what you thought about tonight's game. So your comments, questions, and concerns in there. If you want to be in the show, you guys are more than welcome to. We just threw the link in the comment section so you guys can come on in. Backstage is open. Hang out for a little bit. And we'll get you guys coming in here in just a little bit. Before we dive into today's uh, Phillies game recap. We want to thank our sponsor here today. Thank you to Lots of Rain Watches for sponsoring Phillies game recap. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Lots of Rain Watches, high quality watches at a bargain price. And right now, when you use my promo code Parcero Philly at the checkout page, you will receive 10% off of your purchase of a Lots of Rain watch. So big shout out to Lots of Rain watches and make sure you guys take advantage of this great deal that they got going on over there. What's happening, TikTok? What's going on? We got Jewish Philadelphia already checking on in. What's happening, guys? Guys, keep dropping those comments in the comment section. We'll be getting to those as the night goes on. You got Humble12NYC letting us know Juan Soto to the New York Yankees. It's going to be interesting. I, 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 if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Yankees and the Dodgers already pulled themselves out of the Juan Soto sweepstakes. It's crazy. I mean, the dude already turned down a five-year, $440 million. Can you imagine? Just imagine the luxury of just saying, hey, do you want $440 million over five years? And you're just like, ah, I'm good. Nah, 
give me something better. Like, you imagine just denying $440 million. This is a wild, wild world we live in. You got James Harden out here declining a, a, uh, a 40, was it $48 million option deal for one year? Like, can you imagine denying $48 million for one year? That's wild, man. Hey, but they, they listen, they pay the price, right? It's hard being a professional athlete. Um, the Raymond, thanks for coming on in, man. I appreciate you, but uh, you got to go cut. Goodbye. Um, I am a guardian and I am embarrassed. What happened to the guardian? What's going on there, baseball lover? Your guardian's not doing so good. I can look at that up real quick. Actually, you know what? People will hate on the new name of Cleveland. I actually am starting to mess with it. I like the logo as well. I think the logo is pretty tough. I don't mind the guardians. Um, you lost to the Red Sox. I mean, listen, 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 listen. Just because the Red Sox gave up 50 runs in a series against the Blue Jays does not mean that they are a garbage baseball team. I mean, things do happen. I mean, it's not a bad loss. What happened, man? Why? Wait, why are you downplaying the Red Sox right now, baseball lover? That's a that's a little disrespectful. If I'm if I'm being honest, if I was a Red Sox fan, I'd be livid. I'd be cursing you. No, I'm just kidding. You know me. I'm just messing around baseball. But that's that's interesting. You downplay the Red Sox. And explain. But we're gonna as as you explain, we're gonna get to this this match. We're gonna talk about tonight's match here, tonight's game against the uh, against the Atlanta Braves. And you know, let, leading into the game, you know, it was a very ominous feeling towards this game one because leading off of after the sweep to the Chicago Cubs, not feeling so great. I mean, you have all the drama this past weekend with, with Nick. It's it, it was a two-part UFC uh, uh, card. It was it was Nick Castellanos going up against Jim Salisbury for the first one. And then you had Jamie uh, Apodi going up against Matt Gelb. It was a very, very, very interesting match that we had past weekend on the social media fight club action. But... Uh, um, by the way, shout to everyone showing on the TikTok. Um, I think everyone involved with so the social media shenanigans, uh, they were all wrong. Matt Gelp was wrong for calling out Jamie the way she did. I'm sorry, the way he did. Uh, Jamie was wrong for posting the edited version of the of the Nick Castellanos clip. Nick Castellanos handled the situation probably in the proper way. And if once you heard the edited version, you kind of hear Jim Salisbury asking the proper question. But he probably should have you know reacted the way he did once. Once uh, Nick said it was a dumb question. So overall, I think everyone in general was just in. Uh, we're a little bit tense over the Phillies, and I think that's kind of what translated. But you got the rain dropping down, you know, literally 30 minutes beforehand. I don't know where you guys were in the Philly area, or if you're not from the Philly area, you, I'm going to let you know what went down. But there was downpour, rains. Uh, I was running today uh, during my lunch. I, I took a nice little jog, a nice little, little four and a half miler. Um, and as the in the midst of my final my final mile. Um, it started, it started drizzling a little bit, and then it just starts downpouring, thunder, and I'm thinking to myself, there, there's no way we're going to play tonight. They're going to absolutely postpone it, but it didn't happen. Uh, it, it, they, they threw the tarp on, on the on the, uh, on the on the infield, and we were able to play this game. Uh, tonight, The big one of the big themes of tonight was uh, introducing the new first-round draft pick, Carl Crawford, obviously, or sorry, Justin Crawford, the son of Carl Crawford. So we had Carl in, in the stands as well, but we also got to see Justin up close and personal. And look, I'll tell you what, um, Justin, look, we need this to kind of pan out, right? Because any draft, first-round draft picks, you know, besides the last two, because obviously you still need to wait through it, but you know, it's it, we need some of these draft picks to kind of pan. So it was kind of cool seeing Justin out. And he seems like a level-headed type of kid. And I think the future is really bright for Justin. But it was definitely cool to see him being highlighted. But as we get into this game, um, you look in the first inning. It was it was a pretty uh, 
pretty smooth sailing first inning for for both sides. And then the action starts in the second inning, um, where the Braves would really put Ranger Suarez in a tough, tough predicament. Um, and they were able to get uh, three runs in that inning. Um, and so you got now you're down three nothing going into the bottom of the second. And the Phillies answered early. They got their answer. Bryson Stott with a double. Remember that name, Bryson Stott with a double. That was able to bring Nick Castellanos and Alec Bohm. And the Phillies were now down by one freaking run. So that that right there is a bright spot because you're down three nothing early in the game, and you're already thinking to yourself after that Cubs series, you're like, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> they're, they're about to blow this game away as well. But in the bottom of the third inning, the Phillies found a way to tie things up off a nice JT Rail Muto line drive to left field that was able to bring in Matty V, and the Phillies were able to tie this bad boy up. So for the next two innings, we had ourselves a 3-3 ball game. And then in the bottom top of the sixth inning, this was a really frustrating inning for myself, besides the fact that in the, the top of the second inning, the uh, error that was awarded to Camargo. Uh, but even though Reese Hoskins is rolling over first, I don't know what the heck Reese Hoskins is doing over first base, but they give the error to Johan Camargo. You know, Reese Hoskins owes Johan Camargo a dinner tonight. And he also he owns he owes Johan Camargo and Bryce Stott dinner tonight. All right. So and you can throw me into that one as well. I'll, I'll take a steak myself, please. But Marcelo Luna in the top of the six really got well, it was Austin Rockets' his double. And it really pissed me off because First off, he hits his ball, he smacks it, and it looks like it's going out. I'm like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. But it smacks the left, the left field wall. Uh, Kyle Schwarber struggles to gather the ball together. And in the midst of him trying to get the ball here in left field, uh, Austin Riley's taking off for second base. And then and it, what could have been a single turns into a double, almost a triple, but uh, Austin Riley stayed at second base. So that was That's a big moment right there because you get a wild pitch by Connor Brogdon that was able to advance Austin Riley third base while Travis Darno was on base. And then you get Marcel Osuna, who with, with a full count was able to get um able to get a nice little sing uh, single to uh, ground ball past the past Johan Camargo. And that was able to bring Riley Riley uh, Austin Riley in. And it was this was like a little soft touch, a little soft tap that kind of Johan Camargo just could not get to. He bare hands it, but just did not have enough momentum to get the ball off. And that was a big moment right there because, man, oh, man, I, I really felt that Brogdon was was actually doing pretty solid, and then he allows a run. But luckily, we were able to get out of that inning. But you're now down 4-3. to three. We go through the seventh, scoreless, and then we're, we move on to the bottom of the eighth inning. And this is a huge, huge, huge moment for the, for the week. Let's just put it that way, for the week. All right, you have Alec Bohm and Yaito Munoz on base. Both great jobs at base. Alec Bohm with a nice, nice ground ball to left field. And then Yaito Munoz with some great hustle play, ladies and gentlemen. And it was just, it was just a ball that just kind of took a, a, a hop that really was really uh, saved Yaito Munoz. And he had some great hustle. I thought Yaito Munoz today, really his effort was huge, especially at the play. And then with man on first and second, that would bring up Bryson Stott, who is trying to get over the 200 average mark for the season. Bryson Stott, with a two, a, with a with a full count, takes an 89 mile per hour cutter. This ball just was not cutting enough, and it was just hanging in the center of the plate. And he just lifts his bad boy. This goes all the way into right right center field, and that would be the difference. As Bryson Stott would get the Phillies up two runs in the midst of that swing. 
and that would be the difference maker right there. You got Sir Anthony Dominguez coming into the ninth inning, or yeah, in the top of the ninth inning. Nine pitches. Robinson can whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I can we, we cannot go past that. Robinson can we saw early in the year playing over for what was it for the San Diego Padres. You see, you see him down with with El Paso wearing the SpongeBob uniforms, and now he's with the Atlanta freaking Braves. So be it. But gets Robinson Cano out, gets Michael Harris on a strikeout, filthy, filthy, filthy um, sequence with uh, with Michael Harris. That that sinker was absolutely disgusting. And Ronald Acuna flies out, and just like that, the Phillies, the fight in Phillies, literally the fight in Phillies after gaining swept by the Chicago Cubs. Everyone's in turmoil. You got people on my TikTok live telling me that it's over and they find a way to get the job done. Battle it out. That's the most important part. Battle it out against a good team that obviously what was something we've been t- constantly been talking about throughout the, team. the inability for the Phillies to get the job done against the two teams that are having them in this division in Atlanta and in, with the Mets. Obviously, we don't need to talk about the early collapses with the Mets in those terrible series that we had with them. But now with Braves. They have had this, they have the season series right now with against us. And this was a big, big, big moment here for the Phillies. It's an important week. You got two tough series with the Braves and with the Pirates. And what happened this past weekend, you really wanted to get this started off on the right note. And the Phillies really did a good job of getting this started off on the right note. And I really do feel like you got a lot of contributors in this game, whether it was Alec Bohm, who tonight, again, listen, He's been getting a lot of criticism, obviously, over the weekend. Remember the Saturday game where he gets picked apart in that 10th inning, and he really bounces back here in this game. Three for four. He was huge tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Only struck out once, um, but he was big uh, at the at the plate. And as he was DHing here today, you got gave Derek Hall a little bit of a rest here tonight. Um, Yaito Munoz, who, who was batting seventh in the, in the lineup here tonight, went two for four, two big hustle plays by Yaito Munoz. It's a weird bounce on one of them. Um, same with Bryce Stott, who went for four as well. Obviously, the game-winning home run. Five RBIs here on the night as well. Remember, he got the double in the second bottom of the second inning. That would well, bring in two runs as well. So, listen, the a big key factor of tonight was the fact that your batters, uh, sixth through ninth, really stepped up here. You had three hits from Alec, two hits from Yaido, two hits from Bryson, and one hit from Johan Camargo. And that was really key. You're trying this this Matt Veerling at leadoff, which I don't know how I feel about it still, but when you got those guys producing the way they did here tonight, then you get into Matt Veerling. He goes one for four tonight. But then on most days, like then you get you got the, the meat and the potatoes of the lineup, as we say. Schwartz, Hoskins, Real Muto, Castellano. <laughs> it's, and and that, that, that's, that bodes well for this baseball team. It was really big. That was a really big factor. If you're going to try and go take down the likes of the Atlanta Braves, you are going to need people stepping up that are not named Reed Hoskins, Kyle Schwarber, JT Romus, or Nick Castellanos. And that's just a fact of the matter. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, we are victorious here tonight. And I thought that Ranger Swat is a solid outing as well. Um, He did only throw 78 pitches. They don't only go five innings deep. He allowed four hits, no earned, which is big. Um, and he had four strikeouts as well. Now, he left a little bit early. He left right after the fifth inning. Um, if you notice, there was one at bat, one sequence where he throws the ball and then he, as he c- comes up, he starts grabbing his hip a little bit. So there might be some hip, uh, some hip, hip tightness, some hip uncomfortability. 
after five innings, Topper's just like, now nah, let's just let's just call it a day. And after seventy pitches, he was done. But it was a really solid, a solid outing for for himself. So, um, I, I will definitely take that for sure. But you got Brogdon coming in, like I mentioned, solid. You know, a couple pitches that really weren't going his way. Alvarado, Alvarado continues to look pretty solid as well. He did throw twenty-seven pitches, but he was able to get out of that out of that inning, um, unscathed. Bellotti looked alright too. Sorry, to Dominguez. Yep. You guys win. He's the closer. He is absolutely the closer here for sure. Um, uh, Ryan's World. So, Ryan's World, appreciate you coming on in. So, this is recaps. Typically, we do these after every Philly sporting event. So, we do Philly, Union, Sixers, Flyers, Union, uh, Flyers, Phillies, Union, Sixers, all the Philly sports events. So, we're live right now, not only on TikTok, we're also on YouTube Live as well. We're also broadcasting through Facebook as well. So we have a couple different platforms. We're also on Twitter. So the mic is connected right now to my MacBook that is being recorded live now right now through YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So that's what the mic's for. And obviously, we do rebroadcast these in podcast form. So I like to give you guys the best audio possible that I can afford as well, right? So that's what the mic's for. I like to interact with as many people as possible. And TikTok, you guys are fucking awesome. So I love to keep you guys involved with Philly's Game Recap as well. But that's the purpose of a mic. I know you guys don't need the mic because you guys can hear me clearly. But, you know, for the other content purposes, we have the mic. And and, and I think it works pretty well. You feel me? <laughs> What's up, Pat? I appreciate you coming in, though, Ryan. What's up, Pat? What's happening, man? We really needed that win. I, yeah, listen, for the psyche, you needed that win because you were in a bad spot. I, I, you could clearly tell the psyche was just a little bit off after that series against the, against the Chicago Cubs. But what makes a really good team is they always find a way to rally. They always find a way to stick together. And you can tell that these guys have that. And that is the product of what you saw tonight. They stuck together. They just kept grinding, kept going to those at-bats, knowing that they're, it, it'll come to them. It'll come to them. And it came to them. And it really came for Bryce to start here tonight. Big, big hit there. But awesome stuff. Um, FNN Cole, I don't know what that's about, but that's a little bit weird. You know what I'm saying? So goodbye. Awesome stuff. Fat boy has to see you in here, boy. You in here? Uh, what's up? We got Mace the Vikings fan. Thanks for checking on in, Mace. What's happening, man? Uh, Miguel son is coming back from injury tomorrow. I don't know. I know this does not deal with the Phillies. Uh, I don't know who Miguel Sanyo is. Um, is that a Minnesota Twins player? I see you're a Vikings fan. And did I get that right? I did get that right. Dude, honestly, uh, Mace, I, I haven't watched a Twins game since maybe Johan Santana, Tori Hunter days. Is it Justin Maurer? I haven't, I haven't watched a Twins game in forever. But that's what's up, man. It's always good getting your 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 players back. Well, speaking of players, speaking of injuries and guys coming back, um, Gene Segura, if you guys saw before today's game, Gene Segura was actually out there at CBB taking some, some ground balls. He was in batting practice as well. It was very reassuring to see. Um, he's going to be starting rehab assignment next week. So that obviously should be putting a smile on all everyone's face. And it really brings up the question that we need to answer here tonight. And I'm going to I'm going to relay the question to TikTok and YouTube as well. What do you do with this infield once Gene Segura comes back? Right. Like, obviously, like the one thing we do know is Gene's going back to second base. Like there's no debating that. But obviously the player has been playing there consistently has been Bryson Stott. 
So what do you kind of do? I, I think at this point, if you watch this team play, there is no way you can take Bryson Stott off the field. I, I think that he's only getting better. I think he's got a 225 batting average since June, if I heard that correctly, on the broadcast. And he's he's a young player who is slowly starting to get it. He's had his struggles. There's a, a boatload of young players who struggle in the early parts of their career. But you can clearly tell he's slowly starting to figure it out. He does have a little bit of a clutch gene. This is what now, his second or third game? Where he hits a home run in, 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 a, in a crucial situation, like that's that's big right there. So if I if you're asking me, I'm keeping Bryce on the lineup. I'm I'm keeping Gene Segura at second base. Didi, listen, it's been great. I'm not like everyone, all, the, all these other Phillies fans. I really appreciate what you've done, but I think that Bryce and Stott is your everyday shortstop. And oh, by the way, listen, having Didi coming off the bench, it is possibly the best case scenario, right? So having Didi off the bench. Alongside of Johan Camargo, uh, Yairo Munoz is making a name for himself as well. He's doing everything possible to stay up here with this baseball team. Um, but I think that right now you got Gene Segura and Bryson Stott, the guys in the guys in the interior part of your infield. Obviously, Alec Bowman third, and obviously Reese Hoskins in first base. But I think that that's what you have to do. But it def- definitely brings back some depth, and it makes it a little bit easier for Dave Dabrowski to make some moves. And by the way, Dave, please be aggressive. Don't wait till the actual deadline day. You got a, about a week. So start making these moves. I, I think it's clear. Like at, at least there's two positions of need that are clear as day. And it's center field and or uh, center fielder slash a utility outfielder. Oh, and you need a starting pitcher. Uh, with the uncertainty with Zach Eflin, you need to go find yourself another starting pitcher. The price, it is what it is. It's, don't worry about the prospects. Guys, do not worry about the prospects. If you are anything like myself, listen, for all the kids that are below my generation, you have your whole lifetime, your whole young lifetime. For There's 11-year-old kids out here right now who have never seen a playoff, who have never seen a Red October. So to me, your priority should be to do whatever it takes to make the playoffs, to bring back Red October simultaneously with Blue October here in Philadelphia. So you got to do whatever it takes. I don't care about these prospects. I'm sorry, but I don't. I'm keeping one of these these pitchers, you know, Mark uh, Mick Abel or or Andrew Painter. I'm pick, I'm choosing. I'm sticking one of them, but I don't care what they give up if it helps this baseball team to get into the playoffs. The Phillies have strapped themselves. They have decided that they want to go out there and win. That's what you do when you go and sign Bryce Harper to big money. That's what you do when you went out and traded for a JT Romuto and sign a Zach Wheeler and build the team that you have went over the luxury tax in the offseason to go get Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos. You have to go out and do whatever it takes to make the playoffs. And it's right there. It's at your grasp. You're a game and I'm sorry, you're half a game back of the wild card spot. We got to do what it takes to make it in there. It's just a fact of the matter. <laughs> What's up, Sheffield? I appreciate it, man. Now get your let's get this man show. Sheffield Shuffler giving us all the baseball betting needs, all the great baseball takes that he has. And he's pretty fun at those stadiums as well, which I need to we need to meet up at CBP, man. We definitely do. Uh, what's up, Morgan? What's happening, man? You guys need Juan Soto. Uh, it's not happening, Papa. Morgan, listen, I, I think that I speak for majority of MLB fan bases. We would love to have Juan Soto on our team, but let's face it. The fact is, he just turned down five years, 440. 
All right, five years for that's not four hundred forty thousand. That's four hundred forty million dollars. All right, so for the Phillies, we're already strapped as it is with the payroll. There's no way he's taking any type of discount, especially for a division rival in the Philadelphia Phillies. He's not following Bryce Harper's footsteps. He wants to get paid. It's it's going to be interesting to see who actually wants to go pay Juan Soto, but it is not going to be the Phillies. That's that's not what I meant by, by, by giving up whatever you need to get back to the playoffs. This is not what I meant. But I, I listen, I would love to see Juan Soto and Brad Pinstars, but we gotta we, we gotta be realistic. Uh I feel so appreciated, man. Listen, I, I wear my city on sleeve. That's all it is. And you know we're passionate angles out here, man. <laughs> Uh, what's up, Brandon? What's happening, man? Uh, my Yankees. Though. What's wrong with their Yankees? What's what's wrong now, man? Come on. I heard I heard the Yankees are front runners for Benetetti, so that's not bad, right? You guys are always in the market for all the top players. Uh, why aren't you guys going to get Juan Soto? You guys got the money? Ooh, Subway Series, huh? Okay, okay. Starting tomorrow. Subway Series is actually a little underrated. And it's funny, the Yankees are actually going to play Benetetti um, on this weekend in the Royals. Uh, but uh, wait, why? What's wrong with the What's wrong with the Yanks? Want a series against the O's? Uh, ooh, got swept by the Astros, which I know y'all don't like that. I know Yankees fans do not like the Strohs. That's for sure. Dude, you destroyed the. What's going on with the Red Sox? And that was before the break. But they destroyed them. What, dude? The Red Sox have no defense this year. What's going on? What's going on in Beantown? You got a, a 13-2 win over the Red Sox on July 17th. A 14-1 win against the Red Sox on, on July 16th. And then that's also with that 28 nothing or 25 game from earlier this week on what was that Friday night. What's going on with the Red Sox? Eight four loss on. They got swept by the Jays. Yo, everything good up there, Boston? Where are my Boston fans at? Oof. That is not good whatsoever, guys. Not good. Um, Yankees are not getting Soto because they have to pay Judge and him. Yeah, man, that Aaron Judge contract is going to be wild. Dude, so who's going to pay Juan Soto? Like, I know the Mets are in on it, but are the Mets willing to give up the prospects for it? And, I mean, I, I know they've been spending a lot of money on players as well, but I don't think they have any players that are up for... Oh, Pete Alonso. You got to pay Pete Alonso soon, too, no? Dude, I don't know what's going to happen to Juan Soto. Like, dude, think about what team's out there that he realistically... And the thing is, so, I, I think it's clear Juan get paid, right? Because he would... He, I mean, he's turning down $440 million. Or is a team? He just wants to get out of D.C. Dude, it, it's a crazy, it's a crazy, crazy microcosm. We'll we'll see what happens, man. But this one, this one's definitely interesting to follow. I don't think anything will get done at the deadline time, though. I, I think this is going to be something that'll get. Um, was he going to be a free agent, right? This this upcoming off season, but regardless, he's going to have a new home um, by next year, next year's baseball season. So we'll we'll see what happens. But great, great first win here for the Phillies in this in this uh, series opener. Um, comeback win, battle it out, found a way to get the dub. Guys stepped up the way they needed to. Ranger Swat is a solid outing. Bullpen, listen, the bullpen gets a lot of crap, but it's been pretty solid for overall. It's been pretty solid for the rest year. You got Sam Coonron also coming back soon enough as well. So for all my DFA familia, that could possibly be happening sooner rather than later. You guys could be happy again, uh, but we'll see what happens. So tomorrow, uh, we got ourselves a 7.05 first pitch again. I know it's Nola Day. We got Aaron Nola on the mound. 
going up against uh, Spencer Strider, which I don't think we faced this year, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm wrong, then let me know. But I don't remember facing this porn stash this year. He's got a weird, he's got a little porn stash going on. Porn stash and the mullet is really the look these days, especially for my baseball players. Um, and somehow my notebook got stuck on my cart, and that's going to be interesting for later. But uh, all right, so we'll see what happens tomorrow. But again, huge night. Listen, I'm going to bed with a huge smile on my face, and the same with y'all. Y'all should be doing the same damn thing because it was definitely a, a really good night as well. But we'll see what happens tomorrow. Hopefully the Phillies can get a series win tomorrow. That would be really big, right? So we'll see what happens. But, guys, thank you so much for tuning on in tonight's Phillies game recap. Really appreciate it. Again, the Phillies win 6-4. to four, And it's some late-game heroics by Bryson Stott. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, you guys know where to come at. If you guys enjoyed tonight's content, make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe for more, and to be a part of this family. Of course, we do rebroadcast these in podcast form, as we were telling Ryan here earlier. You can find out where every stream podcast under Owen Philly Sports. Of course, this is sponsored by La Terrain Watches. Thank you so much, La Terrain. Make sure you guys check them out. And make sure you guys use the promo code Parcero Philly for 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by name El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go, Phil's Price and stop, baby. Talk to you soon.